The interesting thing with collagen is that there are different types of collagen. So type one collagen is what we find in our skin, in our hair, in our bone. Uh, type two collagen is found in our joints and type three collagen is found in our muscle. And the big thing with collagen, if you're gonna try a collagen supplement is you wanna make sure that it's hydrolyzed. If you go online, there are a lot of doctors will tell you that, oh, collagen, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't make any sense. Your stomach will break it down. Welcome back to the Energized with Dr. Marisa podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Marisa, and I'm here to help you rock your hormones, optimize your metabolic health, and feel energized in your body so that you can age powerfully and wake up feeling amazing in your body for many years to come. Let's jump on in. Hey, one more thing. Did you know that one of the biggest nutrient deficiencies that I see in people, especially women, is a magnesium deficiency? It's because we burn through the super mineral so quickly. Now, this powerful mineral packs a massive punch because magnesium is involved in over 600 reactions in the body. Now, it is your best friend if you need more energy, better sleep, a faster metabolism, improved digestion, and not to mention happier periods. And you can quickly replenish your magnesium levels with my Essentially Whole Magnesium Restore Supplement made with my favorite form of magnesium, magnesium glycinate. Use promo code PODCAST and get 10% off your entire order at drmarisa.com magnesium. Now I'll have the link in the show notes for this episode to make it easy. Go and try it out today. Over the weekend on Saturday, we celebrated Kingston's third birthday with a big rainbow-themed party because that is Kingston's favorite color. I mean, why choose one color when you can have the entire rainbow? Now, friends and family flew in to celebrate, and we had lots of kids from Kingston's Outdoor Forest Preschool. My mom and sister were there before everyone arrived, and every time I introduced my mom to someone who hadn't met her yet, the reaction was the same. That's your mom? And let me tell you, it's the same reaction my mom and I have heard my entire adult life, probably thousands of times, because she looks so young and ageless. She's often mistaken as my sister, never as my mom. And she never tires of this. <laughs> you can imagine, she loves it. When people look shocked, and confused when I introduce her as my mom. Not so secretly, I've always wanted to age in reverse like my mom. And I know that I'm not the only one. Many of us would love to be aging in reverse, especially as we get into our 40s and 50s and beyond. Especially since I had Kingston and I had Kingston at 41, I noticed some changes in my skin I've been noticing. So I have been way more on top of my skincare routine morning and night, and I'm beyond grateful to consult with one of the best holistic plastic surgeons in the United States, Dr. Tony Yuen. And today, I have a treat for you. Dr. Tony is going to share how to reverse the signs of aging and look 10 years younger without resorting to surgery or other invasive procedures. Listen to learn about which skincare products really work, and let me tell you, I am using them plus how to build a simple and affordable skincare regimen that delivers dramatic results. We will also be taking a deep dive into daily lifestyle strategies because this is the piece that so many of us are missing that you can implement to jumpstart your beautiful, radiant, ageless skin. Now, before I bring Dr. Anthony Ewan onto the show, 
I want to quickly sing his praises. You know, we've been friends for a long time, and I'm so grateful to have his expertise, not only for you, but also for me to go and like ask him questions. Now, known as here's something I know every woman can agree on. Stubborn belly fat can feel like the worst, especially when you've tried everything to lose it. Not to mention, belly fat can be dangerous for us too. According to a brand new study, women over 40 who have excessive belly fat are up to 20% more likely to suffer a heart attack. And no surprise, hormones are involved in belly fat production, which is actually good news because we can optimize your hormones and metabolism for a flatter stomach. And that's exactly what I'm offering to you as a free gift today. My Belly Slim Down Guide gives you three effective strategies to get rid of belly fat, along with recipes to reduce bloating, balance your blood sugar, and speed up your metabolic furnace to optimize fat burning. So grab the Belly Slim Down Guide with my proven protocols and recommendations and recipes now at drmarisa.com slash slimdown. That's drmarisa.com slash slimdown, and the link will be in the show notes. American's holistic plastic surgeon, Dr. Anthony Yoon is a nationally recognized board certified plastic surgeon who is considered one of the country's best known experts in younger looking skin with or without surgery. He's the author of the best-selling book, The Age Fix and In Stitches, a memoir. His public television special, The Age Fix with Dr. Tony Yuen, has been viewed by millions. Dr. Yuen also hosts the popular podcast, The Holistic Plastic Surgery Show, and he's the most followed, he's literally TikTok famous, he's the most followed plastic surgeon on social media with over 4 million subscribers on YouTube, 8 million on TikTok, probably more than that, and over 1 or 2 million on Instagram. His new book that's literally coming out in just a week, Younger for Life, is a complete holistic guide to turning back the clock using the process of autojuvenation. So we're going to be talking all about that today. And basically leveraging lifestyle strategies to have your body work for you, have your cells renew and turn over so that you feel and look ageless. So let's welcome Dr. Ewan to the show. Welcome, Tony. It's such a pleasure to have you back on the show. And oh, I'm so excited for your new book. How are you doing? I've been doing well. It's been a little while, Marisa. And, uh, but yeah, I've got this book coming out. So it's been kind of crazy with podcasts and promotions and all that type of stuff. So thank you so much for having me on. Well, what I want to talk about today is not only your book, but more importantly, you know, all my ladies are looking to age in reverse, right? And looking, you know, what are the things that we can do from a proactive standpoint and any any other secrets that you have as well so that we can look as gorgeous and youthful as possible for as many years as possible. And so I know that this has been your your life's work for a very long time. And in your new book, you're talking about autojuvenation. And can you define what that means? Because I know that this is something that you have really kind of coined and like your protocol is this autojuvenation. Yeah. So as a real plastic surgeon who went through all my general surgery, plastic surgery training and stuff like that, I was always taught basically that the pinnacle of success is to do the biggest operations on people and to sign people up for surgery and stuff like that. And I came to a realization many years ago that what I was taught throughout my surgical residency and training and, and even at our conferences is completely wrong. The goal should not be to bring people to the operating room. As a plastic surgeon, as a holistic plastic surgeon, my goal should be the opposite. 
should be to keep people out of the operating room. And so I really came to this epiphany many years ago when I thought, geez, you know, everything that I've been taught about doing the surgery and everything like that uh, and trying to have that be kind of the pinnacle of success, I've got to really relook at this and see like, how do I truly do my patients and my followers the right way? And the right way really was looking at things from a holistic point of view, from what people can do without surgery. And that comes down to what you eat, when you eat, what type of supplements you take, and what you put on your skin. And then for those people who want to, maybe some non-invasive treatments that they can even do some of them at home to really combining all that to turn back the clock. So I created this concept called autojuvenation and it's combining all of these facets of non-invasive, non-surgical ways to turn back the clock in a kind of revolutionary way where you can literally see the wrinkles get a little bit smoother, the skin get more radiant, the dark spots disappear, all without going under the knife or seeing a doctor. I think that's exactly what we all want. And the more that we can do it at home, I think that feels really good as well. And, you know, Tony, I was curious, when when do you recommend, who is this book for? Would you say women in their 30s, 40s, 50s, and beyond? Or is it women predominantly when they start to notice changes, maybe in their 40s? Like, when should we really be very proactive about maintaining this youthful skin, like really kind of re- reducing the amount of aging that we're experiencing? So really it should start in your twenties if you can, but most people in their twenties, you know, it doesn't matter what you do in some ways, you always bounce back. And so there's not all this, there's not a lot of drive in people or reason for them a lot of times in their twenties to take these steps, to do these types of things. But when you hit your thirties, that's when really your lifestyle can make a huge difference in how your skin looks. Now you can bounce back very quickly in your 20s, but once you hit your 30s, that doesn't necessarily happen. We do know that that one of the main reasons why our skin ages is collagen degradation, is that the collagen of our skin basically gets thinner, about 1% a year thinner starting in your mid 20s. But you really start to notice it in your 30s and in your 40s. And in my practice, I get people who come to see me who are in their 30s or 40s or 50s, and literally just looking at them, I can tell, what type of diet they have, whether they're a smoker, uh, what type of skincare they're kind of using, because you can really tell by looking at the quality of their skin, the aging of the skin. And we have a good friend of ours, Dr. Trevor Cates, and she calls skin the magic mirror of our body. And it's so true because the health of our body really does show in your skin. And so, and that's why really with the book, the first thing we go into detail with is diet and the importance of diet to the quality and the health of your skin and keeping your skin looking young. So in, in some of the biggest causes for aging skin, diet is probably the biggest one. Is that what you've kind of concluded? Yeah, what you eat can really impact. So I look at it, there's basically five main causes of aging of the skin, especially premature aging. Uh, the first is nutrient depletion, okay? And, and we do know that and there was actually a study that looked at 50 years from 1950 to 1999, the nutrition of our produce, of our fruits and vegetables that we eat. And they found that every year there was a slight decrease in at least six different nutritional components. And that consistently declined throughout those 49 years. And that study ended in 1999. So now we're in, you know, 2023. That's very, you know, we've got another 23 years where potentially our food is less nutritious than it once was. And of these six different nutrients that are consistently lower year after year, it includes vitamin C, 
It includes protein and includes iron, you know, and these are very, very important. So number one, nutrient depletion. Number two, oxidation or free radicals. Number three is inflammation. Number four is collagen degradation. And the fifth cause of aging is basically lack of autophagy or the buildup of cellular waste. And the food that you eat can impact all five of those, all five of them. Now, sometimes skincare can impact a couple of them. Other types of things can impact them, but food impacts all five of these aging causes of our skin. That's so powerful. And I'm so curious because I know so many of us still believe that it's skincare that's going to really move the needle. And, you know, from talking with you over the years, I have learned that that is not true. I mean, it moves a needle, but not as much as these other areas do. Yeah. So essentially, you know, if you ask a dermatologist, hey, what do I do for young, beautiful skin? They'll say, wear sunblock and use a retinol. If you ask a plastic surgeon, hey, what should I do to look younger? They'll say, get a facelift, get your eyelids done. If you ask a holistic health expert, they'll say, heal your gut. And really the truth is, is it is a combination of inside and out. And so that's the big thing with autojuvenation is, you know, it definitely comes down to the diet is like, it's like your skin and your aging process is like you're building a house and what you feed it, what you eat is like the foundation of your house. Skincare is going to be like, like the second floor. And then treatments are, is going to be like the attic. And so you always want to start off with your diet, but ideally you want to combine then diet with good skincare, because then you're going to hit your skin from the inside out. And that's kind of this whole concept of autojuvenation that I don't know if anybody has really brought it out there before. You and I have great friends of ours who talk all about what to eat for beautiful skin, you know, and I know a lot of dermatologists that talk all about what skincare products to use, but really it's a combining the two that where you get the most power. Yeah. I'm excited to get into some of the nutritional pieces. Do you ever look at glycation as well? Dr. Yuan, like in terms of blood sugar deregulation, I know that we're really struggling with that too. And I don't know how much of a profound impact it has on basically heating and wrinkling our skin. No, it's huge. So glycation, you know, I mentioned the five cause of aging. Glycation I put um, with essentially inflammation. And, and the reason why is because sugar. So sugar is a great ager of our skin. And there are two main processes that sugar contributes to that ages our skin prematurely. Glycation is one. We do know that sugar can bind with the proteins of our skin, the collagen and the elastin, and it can cause those proteins, the collagen and elastin, to become more aged and frayed. The way I describe it, it's kind of like your skin, the collagen of your skin, and the collagen is what causes your skin to feel tight and strong. It's like the logs of a log cabin. And as you get older, that collagen, that, that when you're young is like those tight fitting logs and they're nice and solid and smooth, they start to fray. They start to fall apart a bit. And what eating sugar can do to those logs is that they can actually attach to those logs and cause them to fall apart even more to the point where you cannot even hardly put them together. And that is the process of glycation. And those sugar collagen hybrids, when they combine, are called advanced glycation end products, appropriately named AGEs, ages. And so that's one way that this, that just eating sugar can totally cause havoc, wreak havoc on your skin and the aging of your skin. But the second way is with chronic insulin spikes. And I know you've talked a lot about hormones in the past, but sugar spikes cause chronic insulin spikes that can eventually lead to issues with high blood sugar, with problems with insulin sensitivity and all of that, that can create an inflammatory process as well. So definitely glycation, huge, huge problem. First thing that if you want to really looking at diet to 
improve the quality of your skin, reduce the amount of sugar that you eat. You know, it's, it's interesting. There's a study that found that 40% of the calories of the standard American diet come from sugary drinks, literally 40%. Just sugary drinks. 70%, over 70% of the diet is when you combine sugary drinks with refined carbs. It's crazy. And so just, you know, and, and for me, a lot of my followers are you have your followers are very educated because you go really into the science of the hormone stuff. A lot of my followers are from TikTok and Instagram and stuff like that. So for me, a lot of my followers don't necessarily know quite all this information that your followers do. And so I really a lot of times start with them, say, hey, look, if you drink three cans of soda pop a day, just reduce it down to two and maybe try like green tea. And if they just do that, like I try to encourage them, like that's a big deal. And I think that for some of us, that's taking these baby steps super, super important because not everybody is like Dr. Marisa, where you have a perfect diet and you know, like you're really tuned into your body. There's so many people I feel that don't even know how bad they feel because they think that that's just normal for them. And to get rid of some of that sugar can make some huge changes in how they feel. And are there other, so I knew sugar was on the list. I know ultra processed foods are on the list you know, just due to the toxins alone from those, those types of foods. Are there any, anything, is alcohol on that list in particular? So, yeah, I mean, alcohol, we know is a toxin. We also know that it, we also know that it dries out our skin. And, and as time goes on, we're finding more and more the negative effects of alcohol. Now, the big question isn't so much alcohol. You know that if you go and drink a bunch of shots, that that's really not good for you. It's not good for your liver, your whole body. But what about red wine? And that's the one that's kind of the big question. Uh, and, you know, in general, I believe that in very, in, in moderation, red wine can be healthy for you because of the antioxidants, but I recommend limiting it to about one glass a day at the most. Uh, now, some people don't do great with red wine, period. You know, for me, I know it just depends on the wine I drink. If I drink dry farms wine, I seem to do just fine. But if I drink other types of wine, I myself get hives and stuff like that. I can get red face. So I don't, I don't have that, the issue that some Asians have, but I still get some reaction to it. Um, but I think it's the quality of the wine is definitely important. So alcohol overall, not good. If you're going to have anything, a glass of red wine arguably can be good for you because of, of the resveratrol and other antioxidants. Yeah. I, I tabled it for the, the full year. And I was curious to see, I mean, you know, I just knew that it wasn't doing me any favors anymore. And, but I was also curious to see if it had an impact. I wasn't drinking enough. Honestly, I wasn't drinking enough. I mean, it was like once every three months. And then I'm like, eh, even that wasn't worth it. Um, so I don't know if it had, it's had any impact on my skin, but it's def, I definitely feel better overall, not having it inside of my diet. And I think everyone just kind of needs to decide that for themselves too. Yeah. I think that if you don't drink alcohol, you know, you're, you know, that that's a healthy lifestyle is not drinking it. The question is, is if you want to drink a little red wine, is that okay? And I think arguably it's probably fine, you know, see how you, you know, how you deal with the alcohol part of it, which is obviously the toxic issue. And are there any other foods that should be on, like I'm, I'm assuming nasty seed oils are probably not doing well for our skin? Anything, I, I know sugar is the big one. Yeah, so oxidation is the other thing. So we talked about inflammation and a lot of inflammation really does have to do with sugar. Um, but oxidation is another problem or free radicals. And for your listeners, basically what is oxidation? What is free radicals? Free radicals are molecules that are produced by our body's metabolism. So just the act of being alive, we, we produce free radicals as essentially a waste product of our bodies. Now, if you are living a healthy lifestyle, if you're Dr. Marisa 
Snyder or Alex Dunks, then you probably don't have a ton of free radicals in your body because you're eating well, you're exercising, you're not horribly stressed. And that free radical, your body will uh, neutralize those free radicals, that cellular waste essentially with antioxidants. But you can get into a situation where you have too many free radicals in your body. If you're exposed to a lot of pollution, if you're smoking a lot, if you're eating a lot of ultra processed type foods, they will also increase the amount of free radicals that your body is exposed to. Those types of things can cause then damage the DNA of our cells. Free radicals, if they are not uh, neutralized by antioxidants, literally will damage the DNA of our cells and cause our cells and our body to age prematurely. So how do you fight free radicals? You fight it with antioxidants. How do you fight it with antioxidants? You eat the rainbow of fruits and vegetables. And the interesting thing with that is that the actual pigment, the color of that fruit and veg or vegetable is the actual antioxidant. And so it does you good to eat red, orange, green, purple, you know, all these different colors because the different pigments are the actual antioxidants. I love that. Yeah. And I know that the research that I was looking at recently is the goal is 30 different types of plant foods every week. And if you can, if you're not there, you can scale it up over time, but that that's supporting the microbiome. That's neutralizing those, that oxidative stress. That's really supporting your beautiful skin. Yeah. Through supporting your body. Yeah. So that's, that's the number two, you know, two cause really. So you're talking about inflammation, sugar related oxidation, which are the ultra processed foods and all of that. And then collagen degradation. We talked about how collagen gets thinner. How do you then fight the collagen degradation using food? Well, collagen is a protein. It's a large protein. And unfortunately our diets sometimes don't have enough protein in it. And so eating uh, healthy choices of meats. So typically I recommend grass-fed, pasture-raised, wild-caught, you know, beef, chicken, fish, ideally cold water fish like salmon, tuna, and trout. So these are great sources of protein because you need enough protein then to create the collagen that's obviously in your skin. You can also get collagen by bone broth. And we've got a good friend of ours, Kellyanne Petrucci, who's the bone broth queen. Uh, interestingly enough, Bone broth, really, the way you can tell whether it has a good amount of collagen is you let it actually cool. And as it cools, if it hardens into kind of like it hardens into gelatin, yeah, that actually is collagen. And then when you heat it up, it becomes that broth again. And that's one way to know whether, because there's so many sources of bone broth out there now. Um, as long as you see that process happen, then you, you can be pretty certain that that's definitely chock full of collagen. The interesting thing, Marisa, is I don't know of any studies that show that drinking bone broth improves your skin. I think it does. It makes sense that it does. There just hasn't been any, there haven't been any studies to either prove it or disprove it, but there have been studies on collagen supplements. And so that's the other thing that I'm definitely a big fan of is taking a collagen supplement. There are so many studies that show that supplementing with hydrolyzed collagen peptides can help to thicken the collagen of your skin. And they've even taken biopsies of people of their skin after they've been on collagen for let's say two months and have found the actual thicker collagen, the skin actually has thicker levels of collagen after supplementing with it. Mm, I was about to ask you, cause I know it's, you know, collagen is all the rage in terms of adding it to your coffee or adding it to your smoothies. And, you know, it's, it's widely available today more than ever. And, and I, I know some people are doing it for hope, like supporting joints, but I know a lot of people are doing it to support their skin. 
So I was curious if the research was there to back that up. So there is. There's actually a meta-analysis in 2021 that looked at over 1,200 people, 90 days that they took a hydrolyzed collagen supplement, and they found an improvement in wrinkles, in skin hydration, and skin elasticity, all statistically significant. And a meta-analysis being kind of a putting a bunch of studies together so that you're getting the data from all these studies and you're talking like, a, like I said, 1,200 people. Uh, there have been so many randomized prospective controlled trials that do show the benefits of collagen. The interesting thing with collagen is that there are different types of collagen. So type one collagen is what we find in our skin, uh, in our hair, in our, bo in our bone. Uh, type two collagen is found in our joints and type three collagen is found in our muscle. And the big thing with collagen, if you're going to try a collagen supplement, is you want to make sure that it's hydrolyzed. If you go online, there are a lot of doctors who will tell you that, oh, collagen, it doesn't work. It, it doesn't make any sense. Your, your stomach will break it down. And, and the fact is, is if it is just collagen, then yes, we don't know how does your body absorb it because it is a big protein. It's going to get broken down in your stomach. That's why you want to look for a hydrolyzed collagen peptide. Hydrolyzed means that that big collagen protein has been broken down into single amino acids or peptides, which is a combination of small number of amino acids. That's much smaller and you can definitely absorb that. What you can absorb though is collagen in a cream on your skin. That's something that's too big. It's not going to get through your skin. So if you're thinking about, about buying a collagen cream and you think it's going to improve the collagen of your skin, that actually is not true. Good to know. Good to know, because I know there's a lot of collagen masks out there and collagen products, and I heard from you before that they don't move the needle. No, and they're fine for moisturizing your skin, but they're not going to actually change the structure of your skin, which technically taking a collagen supplement might. And, you know, I, you know, full disclosure, I've got my own collagen supplement that we sell. And the stories that we hear from people about like, oh, my, you know, my joints are feeling better. My skin looks better. I was actually visiting my mom a couple months ago and I just sent her collagen supplements like regularly. and like, just take it, mom, just take it. And she was talking to me one morning. She's like, I don't know what's going on, but my hair's thicker. Do you think it could be that collagen that I'm taking? <laughs> I was like, yeah, it could be mom. Could be. That's my favorite. <laughs> and your moms are like, what, is it the thing that you keep sending me that I'm taking religiously? <laughs> and you're the expert. You're the actual expert on it. Like, I don't know. Not wasting the money on, on postage for no, you know, for no reason here. I love it. Okay. So we, now we talked a little bit about what, what to eat and obviously what not to eat to support our skin, but also the timing of our eating matters. And I mean, I, I had a feeling, I haven't ever looked into the research of intermittent fasting in regards to skin, but I have looked into it regarding oxidative stress and autophagy. And so I'm so curious as to how we can leverage um, intermittent fasting or the, what type of intermittent fasting that you found to be the most su supportive um, to help support our skin, because that's something that's free. We can do that. And so really it's that number five cause of aging is that buildup of cellular waste. And so for those people who are listening, you know, you, I know you know about it, but for those people who are listening, essentially what happens is as our cells function and they get older, they can build up intracellular waste, which are organelles and proteins that have been used, but have been kind of discarded. And our body will automatically recycle that, use that as fuel when it needs to in a process called autophagy. Autophagy means self-eating, or essentially, once again, kind of recycling and reusing those old used intracellular organelles and proteins. But the problem is, is autophagy will not kick in unless you stop eating for a while. 
You know, if you are constantly eating and snacking, your body does not need to use that for energy. And so it doesn't go through the process of autophagy and your cells start to build up with this intracellular waste. It starts to kind of gunk those cells up so that they don't function as well. And lo and behold, you start looking older. Well, with age, autophagy does decrease as well. We know that that is true. And so you combine the type of a lifestyle where you are constantly grazing with getting older and autophagy is really going by the wayside. Now, how then we recommend, you know, to essentially fight that process and essentially you're cleaning out your cells, making them function more effectively and more youthfully is by taking time where you're not eating is by intermittent fasting. And so in my book, you know, once again, you know, my audience is going to be the type where they may not have fasted at all in their life. And so I'm trying to encourage people, even if you just start by intermittent fasting two days a week, where you stop eating at 8 p.m. and you don't eat any food until noon the next day, water, coffee, tea, as long as you don't put anything in it, is totally fine. Then you can get that process of autophagy um, revving because we do know that autophagy doesn't take that long for it to start working. And that literally that short kind of 14 hour, 16 hour fast is sufficient to get autophagy revved up. And then what we did was we, we do know that there are certain types of foods that can actually promote autophagy. So even though you may break your fast, let's say at noon, what we ended up doing is taking people and they would break their fast, but they would break it with autophagy promoting foods, which are essentially healthy fats like omega-3 fatty acids. So cold water fish, tuna, trout, salmon, mackerel, that type of thing with monounsaturated fatty acids. So nuts and seeds. And then we also ended up uh, adding in polyphenol rich foods because we do know that polyphenols also will help promote autophagy. So now you're talking strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, black beans. And so people, even though you break your fast, let's say at noon, you continue with what we call an autophagy stimulating diet. And for that next 24 hours, you can also continue to be promoting that autophagy process while you're actually eating. And we did a 21 day kind of jumpstart where we tested people with this type of a diet and combined that with supplements and skincare and found some just dramatic changes in the skin and people losing weight and just feeling great afterwards. Hmm. I, I love that combination. And I know I'm super excited to see it play out inside of the book as well. One of the other side benefits I feel, you know, in terms of the inflammation piece is when we take on that 14, 16, 17 hour window, we are also helping to stabilize blood glucose which is helping to reduce that inflammation and that glycation. So I bet there's a couple different things that are happening here when it comes to kind of, you know, having that intermittent fasting window. Yeah, I think that intermittent fasting is so important just for overall rejuvenating our body from the inside out that people just don't realize it. And, you know, I was talking actually to uh, Dr. Perlmutter the other day, and he's like, you know, I do a lot of this stuff. And he goes, this, I never really thought about how intermittent fasting and autophagy can actually improve my skin. And it's like, sometimes people don't make that, that jump. They think, oh, intermittent fasting, I can lose some weight you know, or geez, you know, it helps me with my brain fog, but it can actually help you with your skin and the aging of your skin as well. I mean, that's such a win because a lot of people are doing it for those other reasons. They're doing it to boost mitochondrial function. They're doing it to reduce, you know, cellular oxidative damage. They're doing it to drop the belly fat and they're doing it to feel more clear headed. Yeah. To feel more like they're sharp and more firing on all cylinders. And as a side benefit to have, you know, more glowy, 
and more structurally sound skin, I think that's a that's a big win. Like I was really surprised to see it on the the list. <laughs> I was like, oh, I want to hear about this. Yeah, and I think what we did a little differently is is even though you break your fast, it's trying to break it with foods that will continue to stimulate autophagy. And I thought that for me was the exciting part of it, and and where we really I really researched like, okay, what are foods? Is there is it possible to still stimulate autophagy while you're eating? And the answer is. If you're having high amounts of protein or high amounts of carbs, then no, that will stop autophagy. But fats necessarily do not. And especially if you combine that with polyphenol rich foods, for some reason, those two categories, healthy fats and polyphenols, very good for autophagy. Awesome. I love it. I love that that piece of the puzzle. It's so cool. And then I know, you know, because women are still, I know we're all still convinced a lot of us have a pretty ridiculous skincare routine. I would say there's more skincare products on the market than ever before, more influencers showing us how to do it, you know, what to put on. It, it just gets a little bit crazy. Obviously, you see women day in and day out, and you're looking at skin all of the time. What are your like key recommendations around skincare? And I know you have your own amazing skincare line that you've developed. So really what it comes down to with skincare is it does not have to be complicated. And so what I tried to do in the book and really with my followers say, look, one of the mistakes that people make with skincare is you use your, you could be using too much. So I get so many people that tell me, Dr. Yoon, my skin is irritated. It's inflamed. What product should I apply to my skin to make it better? And I ask them, well, what are you using on your skin? And they're using like 12 different products with all these different ingredients and, and fragrances and additives and preservatives and all that. So what I do with a lot of people, I say, look, in skincare, oftentimes less is more. And if you are having issues with your skin, you're not happy with how your skincare is working, the first thing you wanna do is get back to the basics. And sometimes all that you need really are the basics. And what that entails is cleansing your skin every morning with a cleanser that's appropriate for your skin type. So if you've got oily skin, then use a foaming type cleanser. If you've got real dry skin, then one that's more hydrating or milky type of a cleanser is better. Then you want to apply an antioxidant serum to your skin. We talked about antioxidants before, fighting oxidation, free radicals. Uh, you can also apply that to the surface of your skin. Vitamin C uh, serums, very, very common out there. Here's a tip though, if you want to actually get even more out of it, use one that combines vitamin C and vitamin E because they are synergistic when used together on your skin. So you apply an antioxidant serum in the morning. That way you can fight off oxidation and the free radicals throughout the day. And then I recommend uh, putting on a sunscreen, at least SPF 30. Now there's always questions, okay? Do you need to wear a sunscreen every day? What if I'm inside all day? Dermatologists will tell you, you should wear a sunscreen even if you're sitting in the basement of your house all day and you're not leaving. They'll also tell you that, oh, geez, if you go outside and get some sun in your face, don't do that. I am somebody that's kind of more in the middle. You know, I have seen a lot of patients who come in with skin cancer that is just on their face that is devastating. You get a little tiny skin cancer that you think on the tip of your nose, like, oh, it's no big deal to just burn it off. And you find that when they come back, the dermatologist has removed half of their nostril. It can be absolutely devastating. So you do not want a skin cancer growing on your face. So I strongly encourage people, definitely use sunscreen. If you're going to be out, if you're going to be exposed to sun, definitely do it. However, I also know that you can get so much benefit psychologically, mentally, even with vitamin D from getting out in the sun and feeling the sun on your face. So really use your judgment, you know, and, and you really want to try to practice moderation here. But that's all you have to do in the morning. Cleanse, use, a, use an antioxidant serum like vitamin C. Ideally, you add vitamin E to it and then uh, use a sunscreen. 
At night, so important to cleanse. And what a lot of people I do recommend is doing a double cleanse. Do you double cleanse, Marisa? I do not double cleanse as a mom to a toddler. (laughs) That's okay. And so, you know, what's really has been working, and this is the Koreans actually came out with this. So, hey, I give myself kind of partial credit. So a lot of people will start with an oil-based cleanser and and essentially to remove makeup. And so if you are, uh, if you wear makeup during the day, then strongly recommend an oil-based cleanser to get rid of that makeup. It also helps to remove oil and dirt and grime and pollution from the surface of your skin. If you only wash your skin once a day, got to do it at night. Do not do it just in the morning. Have to do it at night. Follow that up if you want within a regular cleanser too. And if you're not, if you're a guy or if you're a woman that doesn't wear makeup and you want to just use a regular cleanser, feel free to do that. It's just once again, if you've got makeup, you want to clean it off and use an oil-based cleanser. Okay, so I do do that. I just didn't know what it was called. So when I wear makeup, I do the double cleanse. Not every day am I wearing makeup. I'm not going to lie because I don't, you know, if I'm not on video. Yeah, there you go. Good, good. So then you want to follow that up with an anti-aging cream. And the one that we usually recommend is a retinoid. Uh, And retinoids basically are derivatives of vitamin A. They're the most studied uh, anti-aging skincare ingredients, period. There's prescription strength, which is retin-A, and there's non-prescription strength, which is retinol. And studies have shown that prescription strength retin-A can uh, smooth wrinkles. It can thicken the collagen or the dermis of the skin. It can actually enlighten some dark spots and it can even reverse early pre-skin cancers. And so if you have a history of skin cancer, or let's say you've got a t- you've got real fair skin and your family history of skin cancer, then using a retinoid can potentially help to prevent something from coming up. So I always recommend that. And it's a great anti-aging cream. The problem with the retinoids is not everybody can tolerate them. And so if you've got sensitive skin, it can make your skin dry and flaky and red. And some people, if you keep using them for a good six to eight weeks, your skin can get over it and you can tolerate it and that's okay. But if you can't, then I recommend one, uh, a skincare cream containing Bakuchiol. Bakuchiol is made from the Babchi plant. And this is actually an ingredient that's been used in uh, Chinese medicine and Ayurveda for hundreds of years. And it, it was actually compared to retinol in a, in a head-to-head study and found to have very similar anti-aging effects of the skin and collagen-stimulating effects as retinol, but with less irritation. So for those people who want to try something and they say, geez, the retinols just don't work for me because, man, I'm too sensitive, then try a Bakuchiol type of a cream because that can definitely help. And it's a good anti-aging cream. Other than that, peptides and growth factors are also great uh, products to have in skincare creams. If you're a skincare enthusiast, and you want to do more than one anti-aging cream, then I would combine either retinol with bakuchiol or with peptides or growth factors. And that's basically it. If you want to apply a moisturizer on top of that, if you've got real dry skin, if you live in California where it's super dry, like Marie said, then yeah, definitely apply a good moisturizer to your skin because, you know, that's, but that's just for comfort. You know, there's a, there's a fallacy that people think, oh, I moisturize my skin, so I'm never going to age. No, moisturizer can plump up your lines and make you look younger, but essentially it's primarily for comfort. Uh, And then the final thing is maybe once or twice a week would encourage you to exfoliate your skin either with a gentle scrub or with uh, some type of a mild chemical peel, like an an alpha hydroxy acid peel. Perfect. I mean, I know that it can get so complicated. So that felt a lot simpler than the lot of the, the, again, the 12 step, the 12 product situation that people have like daytime and nighttime, like various products. 
Yeah. And, and in my book, I call it the two minutes, five years younger skincare routine, because it literally will take you two minutes a day. And we tested it on people. And after about two months, we saw people with their skin looked an average about five years younger. And just by doing those simple steps, cleanse in the morning, antioxidant serum, sunscreen and night cleanse, a retinol or bakuchiol. If you want to throw a moisturizer in, and then once or twice a week, you want to exfoliate and that's it. Very simple. Perfect. Okay. Now I want to know, and I know we all want to know what are, cause I know we talked about supplementation. I feel like we're good on that. And I, you know, supplementation is so critical as well. So do your supplements ladies, but I, you are, my, my audience is very educated on that too, but I know everyone wants to know what are the hottest trends? Let's say, let's say I, I am 47 years old and you know, maybe I spent a little too much time in the sun and although I am eating well and I'm hydrating as well, but I'm noticing some pigment you know, what are some things I can be doing that are non-invasive that are not just hot, but actually working? So you really want to put them into different categories. So the first thing you want to look at is you say, hey, look, I'm really into the holistic lifestyle. I love what Dr. Misa, you know, comes out with, and I want to do something for my skin. And I, and let's say I live in, you know, in a place where I don't have access to a med spa or anything. First thing I recommend would be red light therapy. Uh, red light therapy, we do believe helps. And we, we actually don't know the exact mechanism, but we think that it helps to stimulate the energy, the mitochondria uh, and their energy, essentially, uh, to power our mitochondria. And what we find, there actually are studies that do look at red light therapy and find that if you do red light therapy regularly, that you can see an improvement in wrinkles of your skin in the texture and the tone of the skin and elasticity and all of that. So there, it is scientifically proven that red light therapy works to make your skin better. However, if you're like you say, we go, hey, you know what? I've got these age spots. Red light therapy is is kind of like a catch-all treatment. Like it can do a lot, a little of a lot. But if you want to specifically focus on something like let's say spots, then I would recommend an inside-outside combination. First thing would be to use a good brightening cream, a brightening cream that contains kojic acid or licorice root extract or niacinamide. Those can help, but they can take many months to work. If you have access to a dermatologist or a med spa, then you want to combine that with IPL or intense pulse light treatments. These are relatively inexpensive, maybe a couple hundred dollars a treatment, and they basically will zap using light energy. They will zap the pigment in those spots and cause those spots to turn darker and eventually slough off. The great thing about IPL, no chemicals. If you've got, you know, if your skin is sensitive, if you don't, you know, oh, I put something on and I get, I break out into hives. It's just light. You can't get more holistic or natural than it just being light energy. Uh, and so it can definitely get rid of those spots. Now, they're actually at-home IPL treatments now and devices that, that companies are selling. I haven't used those yet, so I can't tell you how effective those are, but that's definitely an option for people who may not have access or the funds for an actual dermatologist or med spa. Um, what, what I do know work However, are the there are actually at-home lasers for laser hair removal, and those definitely work. You know, I actually, I actually have some of those at home, and I have family members who've tried those. Like, oh, wow, these actually do work. Interesting. Okay, awesome. And then how about, you know, just keeping, I mean, having a firm neck, having firm skin. Obviously, we talked a lot about the proactive things, but what would you recommend? I mean, if someone doesn't want a full-out facelift. So there are treatments now. The one that I would recommend, you know, tightening skin is tough. If you say, hey, how do I tighten my skin? And I say, start with a retinol, you know, that's great. But is it going to actually tighten skin that has started to get loose? You know, that's going to be more preventative than it's going to be actual actively tightening something up. In general, the treatments that we want to look at for truly getting tightening of your skin non-surgically, 
The way we want to do that is we want to heat the collagen to a certain temperature, okay? So whether it's a laser, whether it's radio frequency, whether it's ultrasonic energy, the vast majority of these technological treatments that we use in offices are used to essentially heat the skin to a certain temperature to cause the collagen, those logs in that log cabin, to basically become tighter, okay? And, and if you create some acute inflammation of that collagen, acute inflammation, not chronic, acute, then it can cause that collagen as it heals to heal in a tighter fashion. Right now, the, what, the treatment I recommend, if you say, hey, I'm starting to get a little looseness in my neck, is Morpheus 8. And this is radiofrequency microneedling. Also, no uh, chemicals or anything like that. And it's not cutting. So microneedling, essentially, if you know, they're derma rollers, where you're rollers that you roll over your skin. And those in general, we're not huge fans of because what you're doing is you're creating a controlled trauma by making these tiny little pin pokes in the skin. But the shape of a dermal roller being round you can get tearing of the skin and it's not actual specific little holes that you're making. You can get kind of more tears from it. So most dermatologists are more a fan of more stamping of the skin where you actually can do needles, but instead of it rolling on your skin, you actually stamp your skin with the little needles. And we can do that in the office with microneedling, which is a device that basically does that automatically. Now, the idea is the same thing. You create trauma to the skin and a controlled acute trauma can cause the collagen to get tighter. Well, what if you combine that with deep heating? And that's what the Morpheus 8 does is you make the tiny little puncture of the skin and, and those tiny little pins, basically those little needles are insulated except at the tip of the needle. And the tip of that needle emits radio frequency energy or heat. So now you're getting the actual microneedling, the puncturing, but you're also getting heat that actually gets deposited to the deeper skin that can create actual skin tightening. That treatment is a little bit uncomfortable. I actually shared it on my Instagram uh, reels a few days. I had it actually last week and it creates a little bit of redness and stuff. But for non-invasive skin tightening, that is really the best thing out there. We do recommend three treatments. You space them out every month or two. And we've had some really, really impressive results with it. I mean, your neck looks great. It's still a touch red, but it's coming down nicely. I mean, it just looks wrinkle-free is what I'm saying. <laughs> But that would be the first thing. Like right now, that's the gold standard for non-invasive skin tightening. Anything more aggressive than that, you're talking now getting into the invasive realm of like surgery and stuff like that. And when, when, I mean, obviously different people, their skin is aging at different rates, but you know, kind of what is the average age for women coming into your office who are kind of at a point of like, no, they've passed the point of no return. Like it, you really need to, if they want to tighten things up, it's looking like surgery. So really what it comes down to is if you are the one thing, you know, there's a lot of things you can do. And with autojuvenation, the idea is that there's so much in your, that you have available with your body's own rejuvenative processes to turn back the clock. But at some point you reach, you know, a limit, you know? And so if let's say just for example, you've had four children and you've got skin hanging from your tummy, there's nothing, no food that you're going to eat. There's no cream you can put on your tummy. That's going to make that skin go away. And really what I tell my followers, my patients is the one thing that we will never be able to treat non-invasively is when skin is excessive. You know, if we get a little bit of looseness to the skin, yes, if you got a little looseness then yeah, Morpheus 8 can help with that. But if you've got skin that's sagging, you know, if you've, if you're in your late fifties, your sixties or seventies, and the skin is just drooping, then doing these treatments can actually be a waste of your money potentially. And unfortunately there are people out there who where all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail and they'll have somebody who's maybe 70 years old. They've got a lot of loose skin in their neck. Oh yeah, well, microneedle is going to be great. And now you spend all this money doing microneedling and it looks the same afterwards. 
you haven't done them a service. And so really what it comes down to is if the skin is truly hanging, whether it's from your eyelids or your neck or your tummy or wherever, then that's where surgery is usually the only truly effective option. That doesn't mean that it's for everybody. And that's why I tell my patients, look, you know, this is really the only thing that's going to get you when you're pulling your neck up and you're saying, Hey, this is what I want. I'll tell them like, sometimes the only real option to get that is surgery. And if it's not right for you, that's okay. You know, nobody should ever feel like they have to do it, but it's also being honest and making sure that you don't waste your money on something and your time. That's just not going to get you the results you're looking for. I so appreciate your your truth in that. Because I know, I know women are coming, I know people are coming to you all the time, constantly, you know, trying to figure out like, you know, what kind of treatments are going to work for wherever they are at. And I know a big part of this conversation is, you know, what we can do on a holistic and preventative, you know, measure in order to have this you know, beautiful, youthful skin, but also to help support our bodies. I mean, it's what I love so much about you. Um, Dr. Ewan, is that you, you, this holistic approach is really an inside out approach for everything in the body, skin included. Yeah. And that's the crazy thing is a lot of the stuff that you recommend that it's beneficial for your hormones, for your blood sugar, all of that, that's the same type of stuff that can actually be beneficial for your skin. You combine that with like say collagen supplements with the right skincare. And then there's certain things that, that we're big fans of with meditation and other types of things too, that can really help with your body's rejuvenative processes. And not only can you feel more energized and more energy, but you can actually see your skin look better as well. And I think a lot of people just don't realize it. And I get so many people say, yeah, you know, I, I, when, whenever I do surgery, I put people on supplements and these are supplements that I've very carefully chosen because I know that they can help with the healing process. They can help with collagen and, uh, and preventing muscle breakdown as they're not eating as much initially when they're healing. And I get so many people tell me afterwards, like, geez, my bowels are better after doing this. And like, what did you put me on? Because I've never been this regular or my skin looks so nice or my hair is getting thicker or my nails are thicker, or I've had chronic pain that I'm taking these supplements and my chronic pain has gone away all of this is intertwined and, and that's a great part of it. But, you know, for me, you know, I get people who I talk to and they go, and I try to encourage them to have a more, a healthier lifestyle, a lot of stuff that you and I try to encourage people. And they're like, no, nah, I don't, I don't care if I lose weight. I don't care what, but then I say, but your skin's going to look better. Like, Oh, really? And I love it. Cause I love the, you know, all, everything that we talked about today, phenomenal for metabolic health, amazing for mitochondrial support, amazing for reducing um, cellular oxidative stress and cellular aging. Cause it's happening inside too. If it's on the skin, it's happening inside the body. It's happening to your heart. It's happening to your gut. It's happening to your liver. It's happening to your brain. And if the motivation is because you want to look younger then please buy this, buy the book. And guess what? You're going to get all these side benefits. What, what Dr. Ewan has created in this beautiful book, not only are you going to see your skin look better, but also you're going to notice a massive transformation in your overall body and your energy levels. And I think that that is worth its weight in gold. And so I'm so excited for this. I was so excited for all the pillars that were a part of this new, this new book of yours. Thank you. Yeah. And I really think that, you know, it's a lot of times it's those baby steps that you take that can really make profound changes. And, and one thing we did is we put people on this 21 day jump start where the first week of it is just supplements, skincare, and just cleaning up your diet uh, and taking a week to just clean that up. And people just say, even after the first week, man, I felt great. The second and third week, you add the intermittent fasting to it and the autophagy promoting foods. And it really takes people to an upper level to the point where people say, geez, I went out with my friends. I'm two weeks into it. I went, I went out with my friends and they're just like, what did you do to your skin? It looks so great without them even telling them that they were doing something. 
just these comments that they would get. And on top of that, people are like, and then I lost weight and my hair got thicker. And it's just, there's so much to it. And, uh, and really it's combining those things that you recommend with the right skincare, with the right supplements and all that. And you can really see massive changes in your skin, your health and energy, and so much more with your body. Well, I love the way that you set up the challenge to really kind of ease them in. Get so many people staying all the way through that 21 days with how you've built it, you know, because that first step, those are such wonderful wins. And then you bring in the next piece and then the next piece. And so I, you know, by, by the time people are into two and a half weeks, like they're in it, you know, and, and they're seeing those benefits, which is awesome. So yeah, I will, I'm going to have the, I know you're doing the challenge earlier, but I have a feel I'll, I'll link to that. I'm going to link to the book, basically link to anything you've got going on. Are you going to be doing the challenge um, more often than just this? So we're going to try this. Actually, we're going to start it on New Year's. So, you know, the book has a 21 day challenge. We're doing an online challenge starting the January 1st. So people, it's called the New You Jumpstart, which is essentially taken from the book. And I'm going to follow people through it. We've got a Facebook group and all this stuff so that people can do it for free on their own as well. Perfect. All right. Well, I want all the details. I want it. Everything's going to be in the show notes. <laughs> I want to do it. Autojuvenation.com. We'll have all the information there. Perfect. Well, thank you, Dr. Ewan. It was such a pleasure to have you on, Tony. I had so much fun talking to you. You gave so much incredible information, lots of things that we can take to the bank and literally get started today. And the book is available. Go get the book, get all the bonuses, do the challenge, do the whole thing. It's, it's a new year. Let's, let's do it. Let's, let's change our skin. Let's change our life. Let's change our health. <laughs> Sounds good. Thank you so much, Marisa. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Dr. Tony has been a very dear friend of mine for over five years. And I feel like you got the energy from us. Like we, we actually used to co-host his show for a minute. We have just been in similar groups for a while now. And we have collaborated on many different projects throughout the years because he is so high in integrity. He's a high integrity person. And I hope that you got the feel of that today during our interview. You know, after getting an early copy of Tony's new book, Younger for Life, I am feeling so inspired to implement his four-step auto-juvenation protocol and take advantage of his upcoming free 21-day New You Jumpstart Challenge that he's also kicking off next week on January 2nd, literally when his book comes out. And thousands of people have already joined, so I'm so excited to invite you as well. Because as I get older, I know that my skin is going to change, and let's be honest, it's going to age. So I want to implement all the natural tools out there to continue to have radiant skin. And I want to age like my mom. You know, she's 20 years older than me and she almost looks as young as me. I'm, I'm looking for that. And I also want to invite you to join me too. The link to sign up for free is going to be in the show notes. Super easy. He's going to give you so many wonderful strategies. And what I love about it is there's going to be so many side benefits, right? In terms of supporting your cellular longevity, helping to reduce inflammation. Again, so much of what's going on in our skin is because of what's happening inside of our body. And not only am I doing my 14-day detox, which kicks off on January 9th, but I'm also gonna be doing this at the same time because I feel like both of them in tandem are gonna be a beautiful complement. So I will have a link for both. And I want to make sure that you are signing up for this amazing challenge because these recommendations that he's going to be making, I think are going to be transformative. And I should also mention that I am obsessed with his skincare line. I use, I believe it's all six products. I use his antioxidant serum in the morning, the brightening cream, 
Oh, actually, maybe I, I use a cleanser. It's five products. And then at night I use the, um, it's like a probiotic, hyaluronic. I, I get all the goodies that are in it, but like another serum at night and then a retinol cream that's very, very gentle at night as well. And it's, again, very similar to the products that he mentioned, the type of ingredients and active ingredients that you're looking for. He does a great job in his skincare line. So I just wanted to mention that if you are wondering what I'm using, I use a combination between Anne-Marie Gianni and Dr. Anthony Ewan's um, skincare line. And I find that those are both phenomenal. All right. So go and check out the 21 day challenge. Definitely go check out the book. I will have all the links in the show notes. And again, if this episode was helpful in any way, you got some aha moments out of it, definitely share it with somebody and take a moment to subscribe to the show and rate the show. It takes just a couple minutes, literally not even a couple minutes. It takes a couple seconds. Um, you just got to scroll down on iTunes. There's five, there's going to be five stars there. Click the stars and you are good to go. That way more women can tune into this beautiful show and hopefully get a lot of their answers, you know, the questions answered that they are looking for when it comes to navigating their 40s and beyond. Until the next episode, have an amazing day. 